You're listening to a live service from Faith Worship Center, Porsche, Arkansas. Open your Bibles to the book of Revelations, chapter number 3, a very familiar passage of Scripture. Revelations chapter number 3. Let's look at the letter here to the church at Philadelphia, chapter 3, verse number 7, down to verse number 13. You look on the screen as well if you'd like. And these are the words of Christ, and he says, And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These things saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that openeth, and no man shutteth, and shutteth, and no man openeth. I know thy works, behold, I have set before thee an open door, no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews and are not, and do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet, and to know that I have loved thee. Because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. Behold, I Come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. Him that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of God, and he shall go no more out, and will write upon him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, which is in New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God, and will write, Upon him my new name. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith to the churches. Go back to verse number 11. Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. And I want to use that for a thought tonight as a challenge for 2022. I want to hold on to what we have. Hold on to what we have. Bow your heads and your hearts tonight. Heavenly Father. We're grateful, God, for your wonderful presence. God, I'm thankful for this church, God, that you have blessed us with, the people that you have blessed us with. And I thank you, God, for this word. And I pray tonight, God, as this word, as this truth goes forth, God, we know that it will not and it cannot return void. We know that, God, it will always do its intended purpose. And I pray, God, that you would help us, God, to give your people, Lord, what you've put upon my heart, Lord. Let your spirit, God, fill me tonight, Lord. And I need you, and I cannot do it without you, Lord. And we'll make sure that you get the praise and honor and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Some things that I will say tonight, again, it will be parallel from this morning and probably even parallel from Brother Jeff Wednesday night. We're closing out a year, starting off a new year. And, and I told him Wednesday night, I didn't even tell Pastor this, I told him Wednesday night after service, I said, you know, that, that thought was been in my heart all week long that he preached Wednesday night. And I, uh, I, I'm thankful because the Lord knows what he's doing at all times. He knows exactly what he's doing. You know, we started off 20... 21 with a, with a word, and I'll, I'll never forget a word that the Lord gave me for a Sunday night service, and he, it was just a simple thought, a simple word out of the book of Nehemiah, because we are a church that we work together. 
But not just together we work, but together we fight. You see, we are to bear one another's burdens. And that's what we do. That's why it is an honor when we give you an opportunity to come and to stand to allow us to pray for you, to pray one for another. We're not just saying it's a simple prayer. We want to bear your burdens. Your burden, I want it to be my burden. We're going to share one another's burdens because we are going to stand together shoulder to shoulder by faith and believe God to meet our each and every need. That's what edifies the body and that's what glorifies God. Amen. So we've we seen that together we work and together we, we fight, but we are a people that have a mind to work. We, have a pe- we, we are a group of people that have a mind to work. And, and if, you don't, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about working for the kingdom, bringing souls in, seeing people saved, seeing people healed, seeing people delivered and lives changed, families being put together. We've seen all of that in the past year, especially in 2021. God is doing some great things at Faith Worship Center. It's because you have a mind to work and you don't care to do your part. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for making God's business your business and being about the kingdom of God. I thank you for that. I thank you for that. My goodness, look around. Because when we got churches in our community that are shutting their doors on Wednesday nights because they don't have enough people coming on Wednesday nights and you look around in a little old small itty-bitty town, nobody really knows where Porsche is at. They know where the Black River Bridge is, the new bridge. They know where Oxen Walnut Ridge is. Nobody really knows where Porsche is at. But in a little small town, a little speck on the map, you will find right at 100 to 120 people on a Wednesday night service. And that's something that's to be proud of because that tells me that yes, we are a body that that wants to be about the kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. I have seen this this people, I've seen us go through some things. I've seen you broken. I've seen you down. I've seen you discouraged. I've seen you sick. I've seen you be fruitful in the middle of affliction. Yes, we can still be fruitful in the middle of affliction. Though we've seen the dark valleys, we've also seen the shout on the mountaintops. We've seen it together. We've seen it together, and I'm thankful that, yes, I am a part of the best church in this area. I am a part of the fastest-growing church and the strongest church in this community. I believe that with all of my heart. How do I know that? Not just because of me, not just because of you, because of one man and one message, and that is the message of Christ and who He is and what He did for us up on the cross because He said, If I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. And that's exactly what he is doing. The promise that God give this church that we would stand at the doorpost of hell to tell people they don't got to go there. The promise that we would see a harvest of souls like this community has not ever seen is coming to, fa- coming to pass as we speak and people are talking about it. So thank God for that. And yes, as he said this morning, the conversation has changed. They're not going down as they thought they would. Amen. We see here that even though we have seen 
or even though we have the same God in 2022 as we did in 2021, I must remind you that we have the same devil. That he has one mission in mind, and that is to take you out. He will not stop at that. He will not stop at short of your family, your finances, your job, anything, your health, anything that he, ha- he, can, ha- he can have or anything he can touch, he is going to touch and do everything that he can to kill, to steal, and destroy everything about you. Amen. Amen. That's, that's his job. And it is something how we, we, we know what it's like to be in the fire. But again, we know what it's like to hang on to what God has given us. And that's what's going to get us through in 2022. Our text, again, is a letter written by Christ to the church of Philadelphia. Part of the vision that he gave John, the revelator. And this is the vision of Christ. It's not the vision of John. He just wrote down what Christ told him to write down. But the Philadelphia church was a missionary church. It was a church that Actually, the time frame of this church, a lot of Bible scholars believe, started around the year of 1800 and continues until this hour. A missionary church that was uh, instructed to continue to spread the gospel uh, to, the, to, to all of the, the earth. It was a church commissioned to, uh, uh, again, not just to, to preach, but it was uh, that Jesus said that before them there was an open door. And this open door was a door that was open that no man can shut. And again, I must remind us that Jesus is that door. Jesus is that door. Verse number 11, and I'm I'm not going to elaborate on everything about this church. I want to hit more, uh, focus more upon verse number 11. That's where my text is held at tonight. But verse number 11, Jesus said, Behold, I come quickly. Some 2,000 years ago, John wrote this down. And you know what? People say, well, I've heard that all of my life. I've been in this all of my life, and I've heard that Jesus is about to return all of my life. Well, you know what? We all have. But guess what? We're still closer than we was yesterday. This could be the day. This could be the hour that Jesus steps out upon the cloud, and the trump of God begins to blow, and the church is resurrected to be with the Lord in the air. This could, this is, could be the time. But He's coming back soon and very soon. Soon And church, you must believe this. In church, you must be ready for this. You need to get up every day thanking God for all that you have, but you also need to be looking, not just watching, but you, you need to be looking and waiting and listening for the trump of God to sound at any moment. The rapture of a church is closer now than it has ever been. Jesus is coming back. You know what? A lot of people don't really understand and there's a lot of misconfusion about the end times events that's going to take place. First of all, the next thing in, the, in your Bible, the next thing that will happen in the end time events, the, ne- the, the thing that we are waiting on right now, there's no other prophecy yet to be fulfilled for the rapture of a ter- church to take place. The next thing in the, in the process of events to take place is the rapture of the church. The rapture of the church will then begin the events leading up to the ushering in of the Antichrist, which will be the the start of the great tribulation. 
Now, there is some, some speculation, a lot of different uh, thoughts and beliefs on about uh, the church being in the middle of the tribulation, going through the tribulation, whatever. I, uh, there, there's a, uh, the, the time period. Some think that uh, during the mid, mid part of the tribulation is when the rapture is going to take place. And I, I don't know, but I do know this. My Bible does tell me that God has not appointed me to wrath. He has not appointed me to wrath. And anything after uh, the book of uh, uh, Revelation chapter 5, you see the, the, uh, the character of God uh, swap from uh, mercy to judgment. And you don't see no more talk of the church in Revelation. And God, again, God's character goes from mercy to judgment. And you don't know, and then there's no talk of the church nowhere in that. But this we do know that when the, the rapture of the church is upon us, that will start the events of the uh, of the ushering in of the Antichrist, the events of the of the great tribulation, and halfway through the great the, the, the Antichrist will come in. He's gonna be what the, all the world has been looking for. He's gonna be the uh, the 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 uh, you know what the everything that well he's gonna be the cast me out. I don't know what the word is. As I'm looking for but this we do know everybody will like him everybody's going to fall in love with him they're going to think there's going to be some temporary peace around and he's going to make some, some really nice uh, 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 treaties with Israel and then he's going to lie to them because about three and a half years he's going to break all them treaties he's going to turn their, his back on them and he's going to be able to try, uh, he's going to try his best to take out the people of God and then at the end of the great tribulation will be the, the, the battle of Armageddon and that's when the second coming of Christ will come. You see, the second coming and the rapture sometimes is misconfused. The second coming is when Jesus comes back to earth in the battle of Armageddon. But we know this, that Jesus is coming back. I want them to pull up John chapter 14. I always love bringing this out because, well, I gotta see, there's things just, I just got to see uh, for me to understand it. Jesus says this, In my Father's house are many mansions, and if it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Verse number 3. And if I go... And prepare a place for you. I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may be also. Can you put the two together? Is that just too much? Maybe, possibly. What I want you to see is this right here. Is Jesus said that I go to prepare a place for you. He says, and if. That word if is a big word because if is always dependent Whatever follows the word if is always dependent upon something else happened. When we was kids, Dad said, you boys get your chores done and you do this and do this and do this, I'm going to take you fishing. Guess what? No fishing trip if what went on before the word if, said, he said, didn't take place. We didn't get to go fishing. So many witnesses seen Jesus ascend into heaven. We know that he went. We know that he is there preparing a place for you. So you got a promise. He said if I go that I'm going to come back. I'll, I'll come back if I go. We know that he went. Therefore we know that he's coming back. He is coming back for his church. And soon and very soon we're going to see the king. Amen. We, are, we know his coming. He is coming back. We know that 
this church is still commissioned to take the land. Yes, we're still commissioned to take the land. And when I speak of land, I, I, I'll go along with what these two guys said in the last two services. I, I've got family that I'm claiming for my land. i got friends on the job I'm claiming for my land. People that are close to me, I'm claiming for my land. We used to sing a song in grade school. This land is my land. This land is your land. This is my land. And it's time to take the land. We're commissioned to take the land. We're commissioned to, to take that which God has given us. And we know that the door is open, church. The door is wide open for us to walk through and to take the land. And we know that the fields are white for harvest. We got a door, we got a harvest, and we got a commission to take the land. So here's what I've come to tell you tonight. I've came with a New Year's resolution for Faith Worship Center for 2022. That we, as a church, we will hold on to what we have until He comes. We're going to hold on to what, he, what we have until we, He comes. We have started off building this church on the message of the cross, of the message of Christ and Him crucified, and we will not let go of that. We will not let go of it. And this message is the message that upholds the person and the purpose of Christ. Now let me explain that. You see, His person explains and, 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 and shows you what His purpose is. And His purpose always reflects His person. If you take His person without His purpose, you have missed the purpose, the person. And if you take His purpose without the person, you have missed His purpose. That's right. You don't understand it. We, don't, we have lost the whole point of it. But this message is a message that we want to take, to continue to take to this community because it is a message that people can be saved, people can be delivered, people can be healed, people can be set free. It's a message that will bring families together. It's a message that is not racist. It's a message that is for the red, the yellow, the black and white. It is the message for those that don't smell good. It's a message for those that don't know what it's like to have a meal, the, the hot meal every day. It is a message for the drunk sitting on the street corner. Right there is a place they can sit down. We got a place for the prostitute, for the homosexual. We got a place for anybody and everybody because this message leaves no one out. No one out. No one out. Everybody, anybody and everybody can save, be saved from anybody. Anything and everything. My, we will not let go of this. We will not let go of this. As pastor said this morning, so many churches are searching for a new fad. They're searching for new methods to build a church. They're trying other gospels. The problem is the other gospels is doors that Jesus has shut. They're trying to open a door that no man can open because he already shut it. Because to go around any other message other than the message of grace and faith, the message of Christ and the cross, is to try to go through another door because that is the only door that Jesus Christ has opened to the church nowadays. Amen. Praise the Lord. Only one door. Only one door open. Opened up 2,000 years ago upon the cross. And I said that to say this. 
It's important for you to be here on Wednesday night. It's important for you to allow us to invest in your Christian walk. It's important that, we, that you allow us to, to help you and to disciple you, to show you how to walk with the Lord on a daily basis. It's always important to be faithful to the house of the Lord. Amen. You know, you don't ever... It's, it's always... I, I know things come up and people just can't make it to church. But I want you to think about something. When the Lord gives a word to go out from this pulpit, no matter who it is, behind the pulpit, this word is for this body. And it could be a word that you need for the certain situation that you're going through. So it's important to always be faithful. And if you can't be here, always go back and watch. Because whether you realize it or not, if you consider yourself a part of this body, that word is for you. It is for you. It didn't come from the internet. It came from the Lord. And it is for you. Thank you, Lord. I, I, you know, it's, it is something. This door that Christ has opened is a door that no one, that no one can close. No one can close. Though people try to stop it, the message of the cross is still has and it still must go forward. It's a message that, again, is not popular. A lot of the church world does not embrace this message because it does not make them feel good. It does not tell them uh, what to say to talk to themselves to make them feel good. It does not tell them uh, uh, how, how to confess at a proper confession and speak things into, conve- into existence. It does not do that. It is a message that tells you that all that God asks for you is your faith. Your faith in Christ and what He did for you up on the cross because if you will do that, then you don't need nothing else because He's going to provide you with the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you to help you to be what God wants you to be. And this message must go forward and it cannot be stopped. It cannot be muffled. It muzzled. It cannot, uh, no man can close this door. And you know what? Let me go a little bit farther and I'm probably going to make uh, a few mad but that's alright. We can talk about it a little bit later. President Biden, you need to hear me. Nancy Pelosi, you need to hear me. All the liberal media, you need to hear me. You got your sight set up on Christianity for some time now. But let me tell you something. There is a door that is open. You or no one else will be able to ever close that door. Praise the Lord. You can't close it. You can't close it. You can't close it. Throw every preacher of the gospel in prison. Guess what? You're fixing to have a revival in prison because you cannot close this door. It cannot be closed. If you're, if you're a Christian today, you are a minority. You are of the most hated. Because they hate Christ. They hate Christ. But let it be known, Jesus has opened this door. Nobody can shut it. Faith Worship Center. We may be little in strength as the scripture was talking here to the church of Philadelphia. But our small platform... In our small community, we will hang on to what we have. We will hang on to what we have. We can, so we can take the land. Because we want to see our friends. And we want to see our families saved. 
Let me go a little farther in this New Year's resolution to the church. I stand before you and before God, and I'm going to make you a promise. Let me go a little farther. Stand up, guy. Brother Shea, I want you to stand up. It's the board. I'm going to speak for these guys. I'm going to bring them in. We'll make you a promise tonight that there will not be another polluted gospel or a compromised gospel standing behind this pulpit coming to you. That's your New Year's resolution that you can mark and take to the bank. I say this respectfully. I love this man because he's my brother and he's my pastor. But if he changes his message, there's going to be a vote, a meeting right here. I love him. He loves me. I'm his brother. We're close. We're tight. But guess what? Brian gets to take him a big old seat right back there if I change my message. Am I right? These guys too. Anybody else? Brother Jeff and the youth. If it changes, we take a seat. I make you a promise. No, no uncompromised gospel. No compromised gospel at all. No polluted gospel whatsoever other than the message of the cross is the only thing that you will get fed right here behind this pulpit. You can sit down. Thank you. You got our word. You got our word. I promise you that. I promise you that. I don't got much, but I got my word. And I give you everything that I got on that. I, this message is the only door that again saves and it heals and it delivers. I don't need something new. We don't need something new. We just need people that will listen and grasp a hold of this message. Let the Holy Spirit guide and direct them and to alter the steps in their life. I look back over the years since we started preaching the cross and this church has lacked nothing. We started off with nothing. <laughs> Wondering how we was going to pay this, pay that. Didn't have a few, just a few, a handful, broken, bruised. Enemy was having a heyday. We have set out to, when we come on to the message of the cross, I have looked back and we've lacked nothing. God has always provided us with people. He's provided us with finances. He's provided us with abilities. He always has. And we've preached the same message. And it's not gotten old. And it will not get old. And again, I say thank you to the pastor for following the Lord and not following the latest fad. When he started out, he didn't have me. I wasn't helping him. I sit back there in the sound booth. 
I wore my same pair of pants and my same shirt every Sunday. Let me rephrase that. I wore my same jeans. We were kidding about it last week or so. I had I had a, a maroon and white striped shirt. And it lasted a long time because I only wore it one time a week. But when it finally got a little age on it, I found another one just like it. I did. He didn't have no help. He didn't. He didn't have no help. It was just him, not knowing, not what, not knowing anything. But he just knew to hang on to the Lord, to listen to the voice of the Lord. And I'm glad he didn't hang on to ever and grab hold of the latest fad that everybody else was jumping on. It's been a bumpy road. We've had a little trouble along the way. You see, what you don't really understand is before the message can go to you, it's got to do some work right here. Oh, and it's costed. We've had to count the cost. We've had to count the cost. It's costed. But God has always been there and God has always provided God has always been faithful. We've held on to what we have. We have held on to what we have. And we're going to continue to do that. Verse number 11 in Revelation, he says, Hold fast to what thou hast, that no man take thy crown. We're going to continue to hang on. No man takes our crown. This is the crown of victory that's promised each and every one of us. That crown of victory is promised to you. If you will, listen to me, if you will, keep your faith in who Christ is and what He done for you upon the cross. The crown, the victor's crown, is guaranteed to you. It's a guarantee to you. Victory is promised. No man can take it as long as our faith remains in Him. Our faith remains in Him. Hang on to what you have. 2022, n- nobody in here knows Nobody in here knows what we will face in 2022. But I challenge you tonight, the same message that has got us this far. Church, let's hang on to it. Let's hang on to it. Let's not let it go. Let's not let it go. This is the words of life. Where, what else are we going to do? Where else are we going to go? This is it. This is it. And this is the message that we'll hang on to until the trump of God blows and we are called home. And I thank God for that. I thank God for that. I want you to stand to your feet tonight. Brother Jeff, would you come? Singers and musicians, would you come as well? Bow your heads and your heart. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this great commission that you've given the church. I thank you, God, for the blessings that you've given us. I thank you, God, for this body that you've put together, Lord. God, and I look back and I see your faithfulness, Lord. I see the evidence of your goodness, God, throughout these past years, how you have built and how you've molded and how you've made us. And God, how you've brought us to this time and place that we're in for such a time as this. I look back, God, I didn't see it then, but God, I see it now. 
And God, I thank you for it. And I ask you, God, to challenge every heart that, God, we will all bind together in faith. Bind together in faith, Lord, and hang on to what you've given us. We give you praise and honor and glory in Jesus' name. Here's what I want to do tonight. I want, if you consider yourself a part of this church, I want you to just come and stand across this building. We're just, I'm going I'm to pray a general prayer for the whole church. But I want you to stand together shoulder to shoulder with your brothers and sisters. If you feel comfortable doing it, I don't want to leave nobody out. Come find your place to stand and we're going we're gonna to pray. Just as a church family together, I want you to come. Just a general prayer for everybody. Everybody welcome to come. Come and stand across the front, please. Guys, y'all come and stand with me. We made a promise to this church that we're going we're gonna to stand up here with them and we're going to pray. But I hope that you're standing here. I hope that your heart's made up that you're going to hang on to this too. Hang on to what we have. We don't want it compromised. We don't want it to let, to let go of it because, my goodness, look where it's gotten us. Look where it's gotten us. Look at the blessings that God has blessed us with. We won't quit. We don't want y'all to quit. We want y'all to hang on with everything that you got and fight with everything that you got. You need a little help fighting? Let us know. Need a little help working? We'll hit, let us know. Because together we work, together we fight. But I don't want nobody in here thinking that you're in it by yourself. No. Nobody in here is by themselves. We're all in this together. We're a family. We're a family. Bow your head and your heart at this time, Heavenly Father. I thank you, God, for this body. I thank you, God, for the men and the women that make up these families, Lord, and the children, God, that make up the youth. I thank you, God, for the stand that they take in their homes. I thank you, God, for everything that they contribute to Faith Worship Center. And God, as we make a commitment, not just to ourselves, but God, to you, God, we stand before you tonight, God, and we want to hang on to everything that you have given us. God, the message of the cross has turned this community, this church, upside down. And God, we will not let go of it. We will not throw it by the wayside. God, we will not sell it out for another gospel. We will not sell it out for the latest fad. But God, we're going to hang on to that which you have given us, oh God, because we know that God, there is a victor's crown waiting for each and every one of us. And I pray, God, for every family. I pray, God, you would fill their home with your spirit. God, that you have blessed them in the city, blessed them in the field. God, keep your hand upon them wherever they go. And that, God, that we would all be about your work, be about the kingdom, God, to see souls saved, God, see people's lives changed and rearranged, families put, that, put back together. And again, God, I'm grateful. I'm in awe, God. I stand in awe, Lord. And we thank you, God. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name.
In Jesus' name, I see the evidence. Yes, come on, let's worship just a moment. Thank you, Lord. I see the evidence oh, yes. of the good oh, yes. day all over my life. That's right. All over my oh, yeah. life. Come on, look around, church. Look around. I see promises oh, yeah. and fulfillment all over my life. All over Do you see it? All over my oh, yeah. Life. All over my life. My God, I see it, Lord. I see promises and fulfillment. Oh, yeah. All over my life. All over. All over my life. My God. Thank you, Lord. All throughout my history. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Your faithfulness walk beside me. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Lord. Would your winter storms made way for spring? Oh, I never see clap of praise tonight. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. If you are blessed by this message, you can find us on Facebook at Faith Worship Center, Porsche, Arkansas. Our contact for prayer or donations is by mail, Faith Worship Center, P.O. Box 296, 
Porsche, Arkansas, 72457. Through Messenger or PayPal, you can find that link on Facebook also. Thank you and God bless you and your family.